Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spirekin Mini Movie Review, Spirekin's podcast where we talk about new and recent movies and our initial thoughts. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. And Iraqi, this is my first mini movie review since I my birthday. True. So it's kind of cool. But if you want to hear any of our early episodes, you can check them out at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N. I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. And if you like what we do, support our Patreon to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. So let's get on with it because this one, actually, we've been waiting a while for this to come out. And I've got to say, it's different. So the movie we're talking about is the 27th in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The 27th film is also the third film in the Homecoming trilogy. And it is the ninth, the ninth film that is starring what character? You are right. That is right. It is the latest Spider-Man film, specifically Spider-Man No Way Home, directed by John Watts and based on the character by Steve Ditko and Stan Lee. And this is the third outing, or technically fifth outing, for Tom Holland as Spider-Man. And this film deals with the repercussions from the last film, how it ended, and also dealing with some multiverse madness. So this is a no-spoiler mini-movie review. Yes. Uh, we so we won't say anything spoilery. That's not in the trailer. So It's not in the trailer. But Tom Holland is so darn cute with MJ, Zendaya. And even just all of the stuff with them recently on the red carpet, how cute they are, the Instagram stuff. It's so cute. And it translates on screen. They have a great chemistry. And also more importantly than that, speaking of Tom Holland... He has grown from how he was in the first film to where he is now. And he is Spider-Man. It's not Spider-Boy or Iron Man Jr. It's Spider-Man. And he earns it in this movie. This is the film which defines him as Spider-Man in such a way that works so well. And this is the honing of him. And it's intriguing to see what they do in this film because it's kind of split in half. Where the first half of the film is... It felt a little long. Actually, I didn't feel the runtime that bad. It's two hours and 40 minutes, I believe. That's long. Sorry, 148 minutes, so two hours and 20 minutes. And I didn't think it was that long. I enjoyed the film, but like I said, the first maybe 40 minutes, it feels like a different movie. It's dealing with the repercussions of what happened in the end of Far From Home, which that did feel a little fast. It felt like that got resolved really quick. Well, it, it felt like, you know, between seasons of, like, Friends. They leave you with a cliffhanger, and then it's magically resolved within the first few minutes of the next episode of the f- next season. Yeah, that actually is Ta-da! an adequate example of it. So that happens, and we get the main story, and the main story is so compelling. It's dealing with repercussions from what happened. and it's But all three of them are growing up. Like, MJ, Ned, they're all... Just like and speaking of Peter Parker, they, Ned, they all kind of like grow up. Let's talk a second about Jacob Batalon. Love him. He has definitely grown up from the fat kid in the chair, the guy in the chair, to where he is now. 
It's just, it's a sh- Not spoilery. He's like literally only in a chair for like two minutes. True, but from where he is now, from where he was, he has changed so much. And I really hope. But that- he's still like geeky best friend. He has no idea he's now the third wheel. He's like geeks out about all the, the, the cool real life stuff that he kind of should be a little bit more used to by now or more afraid of he's it's he's still deep down inside he is still ned like he hasn't changed or grown or evolved like he's matured but he's still ned he is and i thought they did that really well well i think he was done well zendaya still that smarmy michelle jones who is kind of a jerk but she's so nice and she does she's weird and odd and she does care about peter and she is the... She's not just a jerk, she's Not authentic. the guiding force, but she is the... Kind of the, the... The navigator of the group. Because let's be honest, without her, Peter would make a lot of dumb mistakes. Well, <laughs> Peter and Ned left alone would make a lot of dumb mistakes. You need a strong woman to whip them into shape. But Get them Peter in line. Peter and Ned were able to take care of themselves before her. Not as well as with her. Nah, well... Anyway. Come on, ladies, re like back me up on this one. So anyway, going on to this. So the other big person we have to talk about in this film is Benedict Cumberbatch, back once again as the master of the mystic arts, Stephen Strange, and uh, don't you mean Doctor Stephen Strange? Yes, Doctor Strange. Thank you. Or Mister Doctor. Or sir, I don't. Yep, I think he did a great job. He is now really gotten into this role because he's played him so many different ways and this exasperated like uh yeah kid you're asking for a favor and because of this things are going to go wrong because you're just a kid he doesn't seem like a real like he's like a mentor who's not a mentor he's like the that he's neighbor. like that that really cool uncle that you probably shouldn't try to pattern your life after but he's still kind of cool I saw him more as like kind of that neighbor that kind of is cool with you, but and you can ask him for a favor, but he's like, yeah, I don't think I should be doing this. But he this. might also rob banks. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. But his interaction with Peter is well done. I think that Tom and he have great chemistry, and I would like to see more of them going on. Also, I'm excited for his next film, which is coming out to next year, so we get more of that. And he's been really fun in the series. And again, not spoilery. We're not going to get in trouble for saying this, but they did a really good job with the cape too. Oh yeah. Who is Doctor Strange without his cloak? Yeah, the, the cloak of limitation. That is back again. There's no spoilers for that. We get a really great sequence that's very Inception esque with him, bringing something back from the first Doctor Strange movie that they kind of made disappear for a while. No, no, not not at all. It's shown in the trailer. And the other big thing is that we get the return of three villains from the older Spider-Man films, because this is a multiverse film. We get Alfred Molina, William Defoe, Willem Dafoe, and Jamie Foxx back again as Electro, Green Goblin, and Doc Ock. And they fit into those characters so well, just kind of getting back into it. And this is a redemption for Jamie Foxx, I think. Because compared to him in Amazing Spider-Man, this is leaps and bounds better. Yeah, he crushed it. He, I think he honed his talent on... Um, just being better than he was in that movie? Because he's so bad. The voice. He didn't, they didn't auto-tune him. 
I think they did awesome. He did awesome on the voice, and that was the uh, changing point. It made all the difference in the Spider-Man movie. I think he acted better in this film. And then we have, of course, Willem Dafoe uh, as Norman Osborn. And wow. Wow, 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 wow. I just keep looking at my mic stand like it looks like Dr. Octavius. <laughs> yes. And Alfred Molina, back again, they did some CG effects to make him look younger because they admitted that in the interview, but... Yeah, uh, he was back again, and I like that it's very, he's still very, talks to his arms, and they're kind of in control. But there's a lot of stuff that happens in this film that is really well done and very dynamic. Special effects are good. The overall story, it is a Spider-Man story. There is a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of stuff that we cannot talk about because of stupid copyright BS. And also because we don't want to get sued by certain companies. And we don't want to spoil it for everybody. We want you to go see the movie and enjoy it. And You should. Yes. You should see this movie. You should enjoy it. You should be ready to watch it again. There's tons of things that we probably missed in this. And this movie is not just a superhero movie. This is a comedy. It's also a drama. A very serious drama. This goes through all the heavy beats. And it's a true Spider-Man story because... Peter Parker, Spider-Man, has to go through all these things. He is funny. He is witty. He's brave. He's a superhero. He's also a tragic figure. And you have to go through all of these things that happen in order to make a true Spider-Man film. The only thing that wasn't in the movie was the gag reel of the, I got bit by a spider. That's in like all the other Spider-Man movies. No, they're not. Yeah, it's not in this movie. No, but they're not in any of the other movies. Uh, There's no gag reel. Well, not gag reel, but the it's always the same in the movies. It's like, this is how I became Spider-Man. Oh, and the narration I of the, the first I got bit two? by a spider. No, that, da, 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 no, da. And a... then even in the multiverse animated one that we watched, it no, was that, all over. No, it was, was over and over and over and over and over. The origin was the gag in... Uh, but even in the, the sequels, Spider-Man. it like recaps it real fast in the no. beginning. That's the only thing that wasn't in this movie. They just show the uh, the montage. They don't in comic form. They don't t- say it. They just show it. Yeah, but, but yeah, they didn't do it. There is no montage in it. There is. Yeah, I admit that. I liked that because you know what? We all know what happened. Just make Spider Man Spider Man. True. Now there are some elements artistically which were kind of weird there were some visuals that were kind of strange but overall it's a really great movie that should be watched again and again i think and i will say i laughed i cried i saw a lot of fun easter eggs stay all the way through the credits for all stingers but i truly enjoyed myself And I have to say, I completely agree. It is an exceptional film. I think this is one of the highlights of this. And this does make me like Tom Holland so much more as Peter. And I hope he sticks around. But not just Peter, Peter Parker. With that ending, I don't know where they're going to go with this. I really don't. I'm confused. I'm intrigued. I just, I don't know what's going to happen with it. It's just... It's an ending that's setting up for so much more in the life of this character. So we will see. But if you've seen this movie, let us know what you think. You can email us at xanatspirekin.com. That's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. 
where you can tweet us at Spark. And remember to like, share, and subscribe. We will be releasing in a couple of days or weeks a spoiler-filled episode with tons of analysis about this. Because, let's be honest, there's a lot of stuff in this movie. And I'm pretty sure there's like five things you want to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about stuff, but I'm not going to get in trouble. I know you're not. Can we put spoilers in the Patreon stuff? They may get the Patreon. The Patreons may get the spoiler episode early. There we go. But we're going to have to wait to see how that goes. So, anyway, with that in mind, I'm Zan. I'm Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. And keep watching Spider-Man movies. movies. (laughs) See you later. Bye.